Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jack. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Morning to you on National High Five Day. We've all done it. It's, uh,. It's one of the greatest things to do in sports, whether you're playing or uh, in the arena or in the stadium. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Kessler Prime and the ribeye, bacon wrap, shrimp, and uh, hot tamales, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Hope you're doing well. We're streaming live for you on the Out of Bounds radio app. We're also streaming on TheZone1059.com. That's TheZone1059.com. And uh, you can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at BowBounds. Give us a follow on Twitter. And then um, what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment. And the text line is 601-885-3776. Somehow we got into some fun stories with Will Clark and Mark McGuire, among others, in the uh, last segment around high fives. And uh, there'll be some high-fiving in uh, Swayze tonight. And we'll see which team high-fives more and, uh, and wins and has more runs through uh, nine innings, or if we go into extra, through extra innings. Three-game series, uh, Lamonis, Bianco, and um, Tim Elko, and who would I reference from MSU? Cam James? Hmm. Uh, They will all be getting after it over the next uh, three days. It's going to be fun. Uh, You'll be able to watch it, stream it, 
And then the last game is on ESPN, too. So, exciting. I would have no idea how to handicap this series considering what the two teams have done or haven't done since February 15th. But um, uh, the, both of them have their backs against the wall, and they're, they're fighting for their postseason lives. So, that's where we are, and I think it'll be exciting and lots of momentum swings, and we'll see how it all shakes down and shakes out. Uh, again, the show is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Also, uh, Superior, Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs, superior.ms. They'll do it right. Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace, superior.ms. We, uh, I have to talk about this real quick. All right, so we, we just talked about Magic Johnson was always cool with the high five. I mean, some, guys, some guys just do it better than others. Will Clark. You know, that guy was, I mean, that dude's intense ordering a honey butter chicken biscuit at B3, barbe- uh, burgers, blues, and barbecue, okay? And one of the most intense people that any of us have ever watched play and so on. And and he knew how to do it. And his theatrics before batting were legendary, by the way. Uh, what he would do in the on-deck circle, I don't, I don't know if I've, I know I'd, I'd never witnessed it prior to that and I don't think I've seen anything since and it was pretty wild I don't know where he got all that from but he almost looked like a martial arts um black belt though with everything he would do to the bat uh before walking to the plate and doing all the fun things that he did but Blake I I have to say this and and you've got to watch winning time the building of the Lakers dynasty, because speaking of high-fiving, I feel like all during the eighties as a kid, all I saw was magic Johnson high-fiving because they won so many games with James worthy and Rambus and Michael Cooper, and even Kareem Abdul Jabbar. But that, that drama series on the Lakers and Dr. Jerry bus and magic Johnson and Kareem and Jerry West and so on has so much star power. And the fact that Jerry West has come out and he's all ticked off and wants an apology Isn't that funny? for the way that he's depicted, I guess, uh, throughout this. I mean, he's a madman. And he's he's Jerry effing West. Yeah. In 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 this drama series. He's the logo of the NBA. Yeah, and painted as the all powerful, right? Yeah. That's the idea. And so he's against that. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of like the way some people reacted when the Michael Jordan docuseries came out. And see, Jordan didn't care. Yeah. Because he's bigger than that, I guess, in his own mind. Jordan didn't care. He 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 was like, uh, I, I am ruthless. Uh, no, seriously. I, I am I cutthroat. Mean, I mean, he, 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 and yet he's still loved. He yeah. is the most ruthless yeah. assassin maybe in the history of sports. And somehow one Teflon too beloved by so many people both domestically and internationally that's true and he really is and maybe it's because we didn't find out every little nook and cranny about his life right and you um, know what we really don't need to know no we about don't. it we just think we know now through social media yeah but because we don't maybe go so deep in these in these dives so to speak i think it is it's allowed michael jordan like you said to be i mean he's not a nice guy he's not a nice guy but he's loved like he's a nice guy yeah. you know that's yeah. interesting I mean, Jordan, I agree this with you. It's a slippery slope. I mean, you could question him as a yeah. family guy. I mean, Absolutely. You could go on and on. Absolutely. Okay? 
And yet we don't do that, but we do it with other people. God, we're just, we are relentless. We're, we're infatuated I'll, I'll, with them. Yeah, especially now. With uh, I think that's accurate. So The way that we can consume all their games and also watch them on Instagram. Yeah, so, I think that's accurate. We just get so much of their lives that it makes us feel almost more privy to information that we never were. Right? Yeah. I mean, what what would have happened if we had seen all that Magic was doing in the eighties, right? Oh, all that all that MJ Jordan, was doing in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. I mean, oh, it just would have been different, you know. It's, but you could probably say that about the. I've heard stories from people that played in the league. Ken uh, uh, Snake Stabler, the NFL. I've heard <laughs> crazy things about the NFL. Yeah, and what went on in those locker rooms, especially the seventies with the Raiders and Cowboys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, I mean, among others. Yeah, right. So it was. You know what it was though? It was the Wild Wild West. I mean, when you watch, by the way, John C. Riley is an absolute dude as an actor. John C. Riley as an actor is a dude. He is Dr. Jerry Buss in this drama series on Winning Time and the Lakers Dynasty. And, and Blake, uh, Jer- you can't operate now like they did then. No. no. You can't. No, 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 no. I mean, just everything. It was the wild, wild, even in 1980 when he was getting this thing up and running, it was the wild, wild and west. I think all sports were to some extent that way. No, right? like because, the Raiders. Like we just, I think we operated under this idea that Alzado. because it was a sporting industry or sports industry and event, like that the world's rules were different somehow. Right. Like, like if it, if it was politics, we would have never, I mean, like they were, all, it was held to a different standard, but like. With sports, it's just like we've always looked at it as like, well, it's its own entity, so I guess they can just do whatever they want to do. And they did. <laughs> they Back then, they did. They really did. They 100% did. And, and Dr. Jerry Buss is a madman. Um, and and so is Jerry West, and Magic Johnson's having a good time. And, and they're flying commercial. Which is the wildest thing. I mean, there are people listening that flew a lot. Back then, I've seen more of the country fly, but but that that would see Magic and the Lakers and Larry Bird and the Celtics, which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you shouldn't like you shouldn't see them getting off the plane like with the championship trophy. Right, they were playing flying commercial. People smoked on planes. What were we doing? And in hospitals. What were we? People will tell me, well, it was better back then. No, it wasn't. It wasn't better back then. No. I, I, people smoked on planes. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you know how thick that that whatever fabric that they used back in 1980 you're, in planes was? You're also in a pressurized bomb like 30,000 feet above the what? air. Good <clears throat> gravy. Yeah. The yeah. Out of, Simpler times. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior.ms. It's also presented by RS Electric Company. RS RS Electric, RS Electric Company. If you've got a commercial or residential job, you want to go with RS Electric Company, rselectricms.com. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Corona Premier Guest Line at 830. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
your happy price, price line. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the first pick in the NFL draft, Ball Saxonville has decided to pick Manscaped to stock up their D. Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have sponsored us to make sure you don't get booed out of the bedroom like Roger Goodell. Support us and head over to manscaped.com to use the exclusive code BOUNDS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BOUNDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code BOUNDS. It's time to find your diamond in the rough with Manscaped. You need cool air, baby. I'm not cool air. Uh, so, we were talking about uh, guys who crouch down, low batting stances earlier. Ricky Henderson came to mind. We had some listeners weigh in. Uh, one talked about Rod Carew. Rod Carew was one of my favorite players when I was growing up. At that time, he was with the Angels. Um, Jeff Bagwell, Blake, for the for your Houston Astros, part of the Killer Bees. Yeah, Biggio Bagwell and that. Uh, oh my gosh, why can't I say his name? Biggio Bagwell and one more, and I can't say those his are name. good baseball names too. Yes. Yes, very Jeff Bagwell, and he had a goatee. like Lamonas Bianco and yeah. Cheesebro. He had a goatee. Fox Hall, that's all funny to me now. When you say it like boom, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Like if that was real. a law firm, that'd be awesome. Good morning, and like, and if you had to, if you were a receptionist and you had to answer the phone and say Bianco, Bianco, Lamonas, Fox Hall, and Cheesebro, that's too much. That's a lot. <laughs> that's too much. You know, someone needs to split see, off. See, people felt like they had to do that in 1974. It was a big deal if you had a firm, right? Coming out of World War II, nobody had nothing, anything for the most part. The the things started rolling. Yes. Right? About yes. 30 years later in the 70s, um, you know, you had to say everybody's name, right? Good morning. Thanks for calling. The Lomonas, lo- Bianco, Cheesebro, and Foxhall. Can I help you? The law of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, way too much. Oh, my gosh. Way too much. Insane. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that insane uh it's bergman is that what you were looking yes, for yes thank you cp just uh <laughs> not hit us on man. the ag up equipment text line that was my first professional baseball sport well first professional sporting event ever was at the old astrodome astrodome the, the original astrodome boy that place looked like a dump it was yeah um wow yeah correct you've you've responded accurately yeah the what What's the uh, Memorial Stadium downtown or whatever? Veterans Memorial? Yeah, it makes yeah. that look like the Taj Mahal. Woo! Here we go. They had AstroTurf. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was under, It was fully domed. They had the little train that did stuff or whatever, and they brought the train idea over to the new one, Minute Maid Park. It's gorgeous now. Oh, it looks it's, it's, amazing. It's a, it's a great place. So. Didn't they win it in the last five or six years? Or yeah, did they just play for it? The whole cheating scandal. You don't yeah, remember? Yeah, I remember yeah. the cheating scandal. Yeah, they won it. That was the whole point. They okay. cheated. 
and the Dodgers were all upset. Allegedly. Yeah. No. No. They, <laughs> there's no more allegedly. They cheated. They admitted that they cheated. They got called. Well. And? And they won. There you go. And MLB didn't even take the tr- the well, trophy no. away. Uh, pro doesn't do that. College so does it that just, whole vacating thing. It proves that cheating is worth it, kids. Well. That's what it proves. I mean, okay. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Went McGee, the mortgage man. MortgageManMS.com. He'll shop the best rates for you. Uh, low batting stances. Uh, you know, we've had some crazy batting stances over the years. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Over the last several decades in the world of, of baseball. Um, and, and some guys can pull it off and get all the way up to Major League Baseball with something that's kind of an unorthodox, if you will. Yes. Right? 100%. Um, you think about... There was, oh, God, just had his name in the last break. Uh, there was a guy with the Cubs that was, um, Ron Say's um, batting stance was was fun. Um, and what about guys that lean all the way back on their back leg? Way too ridiculous. Yeah. Man. Yeah, way too much. I'm with you on that. And no balance? No, you can't do all that. That's too much. It's yeah. too much. But Will Clark had a slight lean. Yeah, but not too much. On what would have been his left leg since he was a left-handed hitting hitting hitter. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'd say if we bring it to football too, it is it you've got guys that play quarterback like that, you know, that have interesting throwing motions and, oh, yeah. like that. and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Michael Vick had a weird motion okay. and it worked fine. Tim Tebow had a weird motion and it did not work fine. But Michael was Mike Vick was extraordinary at at being the most elusive, fastest quarterback yes. in the history of the NFL at one point. Still accurate enough to be dangerous. Right. Yeah, and had a cannon for an arm. Yeah. But I just think it's interesting. You know, you can do different things. Like golf, you can have different golf swings. You know? Marino's. I mean, Marino got that thing out fast, and it was just boom. Yep. It was, you know, it's pretty impressive. Yep. Absolutely. The way that he could uh, release the ball. Time. You gotta be quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about beating the rush. No question about it. You're right. Tim Tebow took a long time to wind up. He had up. that hitch in his yeah. throat. You know, that Dak had that before Dan got it out of him. Dan did coach that out of him, which that doesn't usually happen, I don't think, at the yeah. collegiate level. Well, because it's the age old thing of do I coach to win or do I coach to make you a better player? Right. Those don't all sometimes they go hand in hand. And sometimes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. That's true. That that may be the best developed quarterback in the Southeastern Conference in the history of the SEC. From like what he was when he stepped on campus to what right. he was when he walked off right. campus. Right. Boy, that's a tough question. Who would fit in the whole mold of develop? Because when you think great like quarterbacks. Like and, 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 and Matthew Stafford and Eli Manning, they got to campus and they were already yeah. accurate yep. and, and, and had the smooth... I know they needed to get better, and everybody does, and everybody needs to practice, and everybody needs reps. But they were five stars for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say was most of your great quarterbacks, when you go through and you're like, okay, just the past 20 years, you know, who are the best quarterbacks coming out of SEC? You're like, well, most of those guys were were highly touted walking in the door. Right. Very few of them. Okay, you know who I'll say? Who was the kid at uh, South Carolina under Spurrier? Was that Connor Shaw? No. Well, Connor Shaw, but before Garcia, yeah, maybe, Stephen Garcia from Tampa. Maybe was that it that he turned into a, a? I mean, he turned him into a pretty dang good quarterback, not Dak level, but he, 
Spur, one of You're the right. I mean, Spurrier he was had. good. Garcia yeah. was good. Man. It might have been Garcia that he kind of took from nobody. Connor to Shaw make. was yeah. the same way. Uh, he's they're both underrated. Yeah, but 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 we're elevated by was, the coach. They I have to go back and look if Connor had two of the three eleven wins. Maybe Garcia had one, and then Connor had. Wait, I'm trying to think of who else two. might fit that that mold of best developed quarterback in, in the, the southeastern in the conference. SEC. Yeah, I'm going with. The I SEC. mean, Dak's up there. We know that. Because Bryce Young walked on campus. That guy can throw. Yep. And he was highly touted and from the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I mean, mean, Matt Corral. Eli walked on campus and could throw. He could throw. Yeah, Corral absolutely. could throw. Now, they all needed more refining and to get better. Yeah. Um, Like, Cam Newton didn't develop. Tim Tebow really didn't develop. He was develop. only at Auburn. I mean, you know, just one season, right? Exactly. Dak yeah. stayed five years. I'm trying to think of who else would fit in that mold. That's interesting. You know, here's someone who developed but it took them getting out of the SEC, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Because what he was as a QB at A&M was not what he ended up becoming in his final season at Oklahoma. So I think you got to give Lincoln Riley credit for that. Yeah. Even though he left the SEC, I know that's slightly outside of what we were talking about, but he's one that comes to mind. I don't know anybody else in the SEC. I really don't outside. I mean, Dak was a true... Well, and to Marble. go out and be a bona fide starter in the NFL. Well, he's 85 starts we talked with Dave right. R2 about, right. and he's still got, you know... In theory, if he stays healthy, he's got six, ten more years easily. Sure. Right? So, yeah, I I, I would agree with you. I think Dak has to be up there as, as the most de- most project, like from what he was to what he became, developed quarterback. I was trying to think of a Florida QB, but I'm, I'm not coming up with one. Spurrier had Rex Grossman at the end. Was Werfel highly recruited coming in? I don't think so. I mean, I guess you could put Werfel in that. Ca- he became great. But he, he, didn't he? He, he he didn't even have a cup of. He had a half a cup of coffee in the NFL. Okay, fair enough. I mean, he could. He literally could. That's just Steve Spurrier is and so that, great, yep. and that system is so great that it allowed Danny Werfel to be yeah. great and play like an All American. Yeah, I think you have to include their NFL production because that's what we're talking about. How how much did they develop them? So yeah, absolutely. I, I'm with you. I mean, so yeah. Outside of Dak, I don't. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Isn't it crazy, guys like Ryan Mallett, guys that we just referenced, that never started in the NFL and Dak Prescott's going on, what is this, year six? I believe that's accurate, yeah. Okay. You want to talk some NFL QBs with Steve Palazzolo, Pro Let's Football Focus? A little draft, draft nugget? PFF.com. I want to shout out and say thank you to Kendall Collins and uh, Wally Cummins. They're here. They're cooking for us this morning. We're entertaining uh, Pete Lavin and the Mississippi Braves. Uh, is this Drew... Lugbauer, boom, he played at Michigan. He's leading the Braves uh, in home runs. They'll be here in about an hour, too. We're looking forward to that. We're going to have an absolute Whiskey 61 feast at 930. You'll want to watch the show coming up next or in an hour on YouTube and Facebook. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime. Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the first pick in the NFL draft, Ball Saxonville has decided to pick Manscaped to stock up their D. Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming, have sponsored us to make sure you don't get booed out of the bedroom like Roger Goodell. Support us and head over to manscaped.com to use the exclusive code BOUNDS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BOUNDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code BOUNDS. It's time to find your diamond in the rough with Manscaped. One week from today, Las Vegas will never be the same. Blake Scott will be there. I'll be there. We're looking forward to going to the draft. We're with the Saints contingent, which is kind of cool. And uh, we're going to take Las Vegas by storm. We'll do a podcast on Friday. Um, We may have some beverages during the podcast, but... um, I think we've got a cool spot that we're going to broadcast from, too. So we're we're all excited about that. We'll be in Las Vegas a week from today. And uh, Charles Cross is going to be a rich man sooner than later. And uh, I'm confident that Matt Corral will be a top 15, top 20 pick. Uh, we'll see what the Steelers, among others, do. But it's going to be exciting. Uh, our NFL draft coverage is brought to you by Cocktails in a Can. And that includes Crown Royal. Whiskey and Cola, you can find that at Corner Market Grocery Stores and Fleetway Market, um, among other spots. Also, Jameson, Ginger and Lime. Our NFL draft coverage brought to you by Crown Royal, Whiskey and Cola, and Jameson, Ginger and Lime, among other cocktails in a can, including Tangeray and so on. We want to welcome in our friend Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. And uh, Steve joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. So, all right, Steve, good morning. Do you think that once the most drafts, most drafts, Blake just referenced one where it didn't happen. Was it 2014, Blake? Yeah. But most drafts, when a quarterback is taken, then we have a run. People get antsy, they get nervous, they get aggressive, they get excited. Next Thursday, whoever is picked first, Malik Willis, Pickett, Corral, do you expect a run on the other two, or do you think it'll be like 
2014 where you had one go number three, one like 21, and one like 32? Steve? Yeah, I can see this this one being spread out again because I, I still don't think the NFL loves any of the QBs, and I don't think they're going to – I don't think that you're going to see the run. I, I think teams will just kind of be locked into their guy. I mean, if um, – I, if, I'm guilty of buying into pre-draft hype a little bit too much. So, Kenny Pickett to the Panthers seems like a thing, hype-wise. The fact that the Steelers seem to love Malik Willis, kind of buying into that. So, you know, maybe they're up to get Willis or whatever it might be. I'm just not sure we get the actual run that you got, say, in 2018 when you have, you know, positioning for Josh Allen and getting Josh Rosen and all that stuff. And, you know, four QBs are off the board in the top ten. I'm, I'm not seeing that necessarily this year. Okay, so if you had to go pick a pick a lane, you're thinking uh, that there won't be the run that we have witnessed in the last few years, especially a few drafts, one that you just referenced, and we could see some spreading out depending on what's going on. All right. Um, top five, a QB goes? No, I think, I think Pickett's the first one off the board at six. I think that would be my, my final prediction. Again, getting maybe a little bit too overhyped based off the uh, based off the hype for me that the that the Panthers because they're desperate because um, they do seem to like Kenny Pickett that I think he's going to be the guy and but I don't see teams trying to jump above them for for Pickett or anyone else so I think I think he's the top QB at six. Okay, I don't know why, but he's boring to me. Do you get that sense or is it just yeah. me? Yeah, I think. I think he's kind of mischaracterized a lot of times in the media because if you, if you listen to the way he's described, you get a lot of the same descriptions as Mac Jones last year. Oh, God, that's boring. You say, well, it's boring, but it's good football, right, if, if it's true, which is, you know, he's accurate, he's on time, all that stuff. And Mac Jones was that guy. Like, Pickett's not really that guy uh, as far as throwing on time and accuracy he's not a Mac Jones. Like, I don't think he's as good as Mac Jones is the problem. So, um that's where I, I struggle with the Kenny Pickett stuff. I don't know that he's, you know, best best fit to just run an NFL offense. That's the other phrase that you hear a lot about Kenny Pickett. So I just don't know if that's all true. I've got plenty of reservations about him and, you know, his ability to get the ball down the field, but also just playing on time and within structure effectively enough. Holy smokes. All right, if you don't think Kenny, which I'm trusting you, if you don't think Kenny Pickett is better than Mac Jones, then Matt Corral is by far and away the best quarterback in this draft. I mean, do, I do you see what I did there? Listen, yes. Do you think Matt Corral is better than Matt Jones? The best, the best. Hell yes, I think Matt Corral is better than Matt Jones. Matt was the best rookie quarterback last year. But it's it because Bill Belichick's close. a genius. Steve Palzolo? No, it is not. Bill Belichick's a 500 coach without Tom Brady. Is he that big of a genius? <laughs> oh, yeah. Shots fired, and I like it. How about that? How about it? <laughs> um, so you, you know the corral questions about the offense, and uh, it, it's just trying to project him, right, and, and trying to project him into an NFL offense and what he has to do. And a lot of the good stuff was, was there, but, you know, like all these guys, there's just question marks across the board for all these QBs. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm going to be, Steve's going to be working. You and I may have some beverages. We're going to be at the draft. He's going to be locked into it, and we're going to just blow up his phone. 
as as the, be heckling me yes the whole time. as the top 10 <laughs> rolls out top 20 and i can't i can't tell you what kind of state we'll be in by number 21 22 23 pick but <laughs> but the top 20 i feel like we're well all the way to the steelers we're going to be uh pretty locked in blake do you have a question for steve palazzolo pro football focus pff.com and uh sp joins us on the corona premier guest line i just said it and i'm sticking to it matt corral is a better quarterback than mac jones all right That's, blake go ahead I, I love that so we uh we did a little podcast uh yesterday with some people here and so we asked this question i'll ask you i know you just said kenny pickett could go six to carolina but if you're gambling does a quarterback go in the top 10, yes or no? And then if they don't go in the top 10, who is that first quarterback team or what team is taking that first quarterback if it's not in the top 10? If I if if I say there's not a QB in the top 10, I think Malik Willis first off the board. Okay. And the Steelers are making a move to make that happen. Uh, but I would lean towards, yes, a QB goes in the top 10. Okay. The other thing that could happen is you have a pick. The reason why the Panthers, they're just in desperate straits, right? I mean, they, they have number six, and then they don't pick until 100-something in the fourth round. So if they're going to get a QB, the only way to do it is to sign Baker Mayfield or trade for Baker Mayfield, trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, draft one at six, or trade down and be fine getting, you know, one of the other guys at 15 or 20, whatever they trade down to. So those are the Panthers' options. So as of right now, six have to be in play for them until they make a move for a veteran. All right. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo? I think you'd rather have one of those guys. Or would you rather have, or would you rather go with a Malik Willis, Pickett or Corral? Steve? I, I, I think it depends on where the franchise is. You know, like if I need to win next year, I'd probably lean Garoppolo. If I'm still looking for a franchise quarterback, I think Baker would be my top choice because I think he could still be that guy. You know, I think I would, it's, it's a somewhat low investment, a one year look at Baker Mayfield to see if he could be that guy. And then if that doesn't work out, you know, you kind of play next year's draft lots. So I would rather go Baker Mayfield. Just if I need a franchise quarterback, I would look at Baker first and then look to this draft class. If I need to win now, I would look to uh, a Garoppolo. I agree. I, I agree. Now, between Garoppolo and Baker, now I know how high you were on Baker Mayfield coming out, and he's had some good and some bad, but if you had to pick today on Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield, which one would you pick? I think it's close. I mean, they're both in the middle tier of quarterbacks. I'd probably lean Garoppolo. I think I know. It's interesting because like, I know what I'm going to get from Garoppolo, which is – uneven play you know like i know i'm gonna get some inconsistency and some you know bad passes into coverage and very i think that's what i'm gonna get from garoppolo so it's, it's one of those you you know what you're gonna get and what you're gonna get is gonna be inconsistent is, is that consistency i don't know <laughs> um, so be, right I'm, I'm i'm consistently confident i'm gonna get inconsistent play so there we go uh, but Baker has different levels of inconsistency because I do think Baker Mayfield's high-end seasons are better than Garoppolo's, you know, but they're similar in that regard. Um, so, again, I really think it depends on where I am as an organization. Like, there's still a chance that I'm going to build a team around Baker Mayfield, whereas I think if I'm finding a Jimmy Garoppolo, it's because I've lost out on other quarterbacks, I have a wow. playoff-caliber roster, and he's the best option available. Okay. Um w- 
when it one comes more year. I'm one more year away from quitting Baker. That's it. <laughs> one more year. Uh, what about what about Kyler Murray? So, I mean, you know, people are now questioning exactly what we have. Uh, he does a lot of good things too. Um, he's a lot of fun at times to watch. But where are you with Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Baker Mayfield? I mean, like, Kyler's the best option there. I need, I need your take on that. When Kyler Murray deleted <laughs> Arizona Cardinals from his Instagram, like, what did that say to you as a, a Gen Xer? I, I, I assume, right? Like, what does that say? Uh, it says there's a lot of drama, and he's kind of. It's like an NBA player. You know, so um, I don't know how. I, look, they don't. They don't have strong leadership, um, probably within that organization. I mean, I think Kingsbury. I don't know. You rate him, you know, probably a solid coach. I know they made it to the playoffs this year, but um, there are certain organizations where you don't ever see that, and it doesn't surprise me that you see that in Arizona. Your thoughts? Yeah, it, I mean, it's just. It's like the young millennial Gen Z way of, uh, you know, making contract demands these days. Right. Delete your Instagram stuff. Now, Dak. It's funny to me because, yeah. Dak couldn't do it. I I do think it's funny that because Arizona is such a non-interest, it's so far down the line as far as markets, Dak Prescott had to be the stand-up guy, say all the right things, blah, 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 for, was that a year, year and a half? I don't remember how long it was. And, but there are other guys in other markets that can either throw a fit or go on their Instagram, like you said, and delete their team's name and whatever. And then there are some guys in other markets who can't do that. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, there's there's definitely an element to that. I mean, we're starting to see it though with you know Debo Samuel did it and, and AJ Brown. It's just it's just fascinating to me. And I'm when when Kyler Murray did it with the Cardinals, I, I'm fascinated to know what happened within the organization. Did somebody go to GM Steve Kime and say, look, Tyler's deleted everything on his Instagram. How are we going to respond? Like the social media team had to respond through Instagram right. to Kyler Murray, you know? It's, it's, so, sorry, I took it off the rails, but I just think that's it's just a fascinating world we live in. But, I, you know, Kyler's the best. I, I think Kyler's the best of that bunch, him, Baker, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you add the run game component, what he can do there. Yeah. How dynamic he is, his yeah. ability to throw the ball down the field. I thought he progressed awesome in, in year three, even though he, you know, they finished as with a dud in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, Kyler would be that guy, but he's also the guy that you're far more well, you know, you're going to pay him 40 plus million dollars a year, whereas Baker Mayfield certainly hasn't proven that yet, and Garoppolo is not going to get that type of contract either. So, um, it depends on what you're willing to invest there. I love where you just went. Blake, I'll get to you in one second. The fact that now, this day and age, you actually have to have a meeting with your social media team and the head coach and the GM in there too. And can you imagine telling Jimmy Johnson that in 1992 as he's rolling with the Cowboys or Bill Parcells in in that run of 87 to 91 or whatever with the Giants, Joe Gibbs with the Redskins, Bill Walsh with the 49ers. Can you imagine, you know, this calling people and say, hey, we've got to have a meeting Debo Samuel just deleted his stuff on his Instagram or (laughs) isn't it crazy though, but you do have meetings now with your social media crew along with the head coach and a general manager. If things like that play out on social media. Yeah. 
Yeah, and within an organization, it's not like the social media team is in coaches' meetings, right. player evaluation meetings, or anything. It is a separate department where they just like tweet out cool stuff to promote the team. But at some point, Arizona had to like make a response to Kyler Murray. Like, oh, we're going to delete Kyler Murray from a couple of pictures. Like, what's the best response? Delete everything? Delete a little bit? Apologize? You know, they actually had to discuss that. It is, it is a completely new world in the NFL. And you're in a world where I think the players are truly trying to take control a little bit. Uh, you're seeing it with the receivers. You're seeing it with QBs. They're trying to get paid sooner, have more security sooner. I mean, it's fine, but it's just it's a, the reality of the world that uh, team builders and front offices have to live in. You know who I love, speaking of all that, that is so matter-of-fact, and I, I love watching him when, he's, when something's going down. Uh, he's obviously very talented. Um, and good at what he does. But Mike Tomlin, when when he has to address drama, we call it drama down here in the South. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I love watching him because he is so matter-of-fact, Steve, and he's right kind of in your backyard. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't say that to Cincinnati fans. Man. We're not. Don't call us Pittsburgh. Don't call us Pittsburgh. Same division, no. I mean, Tomlin, he, I mean, he's a very good head coach. You know, I thought the fact that he – just the way he's able to win uh, year after year, even if with Big Ben's hurt or whatever it is, they're able to win games. He, he's, you know that he has full control of that locker room, right? The players respect him and all that stuff. So there's definitely something to that. There is a consistency in Pittsburgh, and, and Mike Tomlin is a, is a huge part of that, the way he controls the room. Oh, all right. Blake's got a question. Uh, Blake Scott, uh, obviously with us, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, talking NFL draft and NFL QBs and stuff uh, presented by Kinetic Staffing, kineticstaffing.com to load your talent, to load your roster full of talent for your business or firm. Blake? Yes, so Steve, we talked about this yesterday again on this uh, NFL preview, and it's it's been something that I've been thinking about for a while. You mentioned Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown, two guys who are not quite yet up for contract but are pushing the, the envelope to get a contract right now because the wide receiver market's at the highest it's ever been. However... My counter-argument to that is when you see guys like Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, who are inarguably, in my opinion, the top two receivers in the league, and they still have some longevity on that prime, and you see teams decide not to pay them, and you see what the number one wide receiver market value is going to, and then the flip side is that you see how many top-end receivers are coming out of the draft every year now. We're talking about potentially six or seven guys in the first round this year. It seems like that's the new MO every year. Do you see the wide receiver market being a bubble that pops sooner than most other markets because quantity of availability is so high, unlike the QB position, that I don't have to pay my number one. I can go get two more number ones on rookie contracts. Yeah, great question, Blake. I mean, I think the the NFL has definitely been, you know, look, there's been a lot of wide receivers over the last few years. Really, really good since about 2019 or so. Um, at the same time, I do look at what not every receiver that comes out is a true number one. You know, even in this year's class, I like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, Drake London, Jamison Lynch. I like all those guys. Are any of those guys A.J. Brown or any of those guys a Julio Jones type? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, but I'd lean no. And I'm not saying you have to have a number one guy because it is one of those positions where you guys hear me every week say, look, roll four deep at receiver. You want to be four deep with awesome receivers and say, here, defense, cover this. At the same time, when you have an A.J. Brown, I do think he is a force multiplier. And, and, and those number ones 
make everything better around them. That's, that is why Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams are the best because, you know, in the playoff game, Devontae Adams, after the first drive, saw double coverage every single drop back, every single third down. He sees double coverage. Tyree Kill changed the way the Chiefs had to play football because the defense was completely changed. Um, those are good things that not every receiver can do. So I still think there's a lot of value in that. When you find that true number one, when you find that elite receiver, they are extremely valuable and probably worth that kind of money. But I think other teams that don't have that guy, um, you know, the Cowboys are kind of a good example. Amari Cooper wasn't really, I don't think he's that true number one. He's not like a top five receiver. He's not a, that big of a game changer. But if, when it's Amari Cooper plus a Michael Gallup plus C.D. Lamb, that's an awesome receiving core. So I think some teams can go down that road and have three really, really good receivers and not pay one elite guy at $30 million a year. But I also don't think paying 25 to $30 million for that number one is that crazy because they are that valuable. Okay. Does that uh, answer your question? So yeah. some, some teams, some teams are going to get away with not paying that top guy. But I do think the values are going to stay pretty high for receivers in these next couple of years anyway. Steve Palazzolo, ProFootballPFF.com, on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Y'all have uh, Charles Cross as your number one offensive tackle, uh, and I think your number we three do. We do. prospect overall. Why do you have him as your number one offensive tackle? Yeah, our, our draft uh, draft expert, Mike Renner, absolutely loves Charles Cross from a pass protection standpoint. I mean, just movement skills, mirror skills. Um, had the best pass protection grade, our, our play-by-play grading last year of those top three guys between him and Vicky Iguanu from NC State and Evan Neal from Alabama. Um, so I think Cross has all those tools of just elite pass protectors, has some, has, still has some work to do in the run game, but, you know, it's a Mike Leach offense. You don't have many reps in the run game or just uh, versatile type of reps as far as the scheme goes. So there's room to grow there, but I think our guys absolutely love Cross's potential, what he's shown, and the way he developed last year, especially in pass protection. Okay. And you expect him to go, or you think he could go where? I don't know. I just, I don't know if the NFL is, is as high on Cross as we are. I have a feeling they like Evan Neal better or Equano. I mean, so any one of those three tackles can go in any order. It's kind of like uh, two years ago, there was Andrew Thomas and Tristan Wirfs and Dredrick Wills, Mackay Beckton, all those guys, I didn't know exactly which order they were going to go, and I feel the same about this tackle class. So um, it sounds like the Jets might love Icky Iquanu, and so maybe at four he goes. Cross could absolutely go to the Giants unless they don't want to move him to right tackle, but the Giants would be in play. The Panthers are in play if they don't get a quarterback. They think that would be a great fit if they, if they knew they were going to get a Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, uh, draft Cross at six. I think would be a good play. Um, but I think any of those tackle DD teams in the top 10 are uh, Seattle at nine. Absolutely yeah. in play there as well. They, they need both tackle spots. So oh, I think those tackles end up going top 10 or 11. Uh, all three. All three. Yeah. I think they'll, I think they'll be off the board, especially if the Panthers do sign a quarterback and not pick picket. They'll, I think almost certainly have to draft the tackle. So. I like it. All right. I got a quick follow-up on this tackle thing. Okay. You mentioned uh, uh, talking about him being a great pass blocker and not as, as thorough on the run blocking just because he hasn't done it as much. In the NFL today, given all that we know about the, the game and what we see with like a Patrick Mahomes when things go wrong and you can't block somebody, Charles Cross gave up 2% per, uh, gave up uh, 
pressure on 2% of his 719 dropbacks. That's only 16 times that he gave up pressure on 719 dropbacks his senior year in college or his last year in college. Isn't that the model of offensive tackle you want in the modern NFL? Yeah, were you reading that straight out of our draft guide? <laughs> don't yeah, worry, don't worry about it, Steve. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Probably from our social media. That's PFF. No that's P- that's that's PFF.com subscription, courtesy of Steve Palazzo. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love okay, it. that's right. That's right. I, I hook you up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a combination, right? I mean, obviously, it's a pass-first league and all that stuff. At the same time, the QB does somewhat control their pressure rate. But if you do have a guy that is a, well, I think. Really great pass protectors or really great run blockers are both valuable, but Cross being the best pass protector does fit today's NFL and what you want. We'll leave it there. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. I've got one more week to flip him on Matt Corral. And um, so I'm going to work hard. By next week, he's going to the Lions with two. (laughs) Well, you nailed it. All right, that's what we'll work on over the next few days. All right, be good, buddy. See you. Thanks, guys. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake, that was fun. Great hit on the uh, NFL and some Matt Corral and Charles Cross. show is brought to you by the amazing crawfish. Best crawfish in Mississippi. And uh, shrimp at Mudbugs. Two locations in Rankin County, Reservoir and Downtown Brandon. All at Mudbugs. Hour number three coming up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.